You are listening to the 12 Stone Podcast. For more information on our eight locations or service times, please visit 12stone.com. Now enjoy Pastor Kevin Myers as he delivers Pray Out 2019 and Pray In 2020. So welcome to the last Sunday of 2019. A great day to be together. For all of you in the room and thousands of you online, so glad to be here. This is going to be about a 45-minute worship and prayer experience. You've already heard a little bit about it in preparation for today, but I'll just remind you, we are here to pray out the old year and to pray in the new year. Now, couple of things you're going to need if you're at home and maybe you're on your own at home, but you're part, maybe you're as a couple or as a family, maybe you got some friends gathered. Well, we're all a part of this experience of worship and prayer together, but here's what you're going to need. You're going to need a Bible, whether you have the physical Bible or, or mobile device, and you're going to need a piece of paper or a journal, pen, pencil, something to write on. Everybody got that on the way in here? Make sure you have that at home. And when I say we're going to pray out the old year, what I mean is this, we are going to lean into gratitude, gratitude for 2019. In other words, you'll think about the kindness of God in 2019 and how he has been gracious to you. When we talk about praying in the new year, we are talking about expectation. And by expectation, it's like, as you move into 2020, God, here's what I'm expecting from you. Hoping, waiting, praying, leaning toward. So that's what we're going to go after. And right off, let's get into Psalm 33. Everybody grab their Bibles. By the way, if you're here in the room, it's on page 553 in your worship center Bibles. And if you're at home, wherever you are, listening across the county or across the country, turn to Psalm chapter 33. And as you turn to Psalm 33, let me just tell you what's going on here. David, who we presume to be the author, David is, is, is defining what we see woven all through Scripture. And, and that is this theme of gratitude and expectation. You read through the Bible, you'll see it woven all through, but it's really clear in the book of Psalms. And while you're turning, I want to put Psalm 33, verses 16 to 17 uh, on the screen here. And the reason I want you to read this from the message version while you're turning to Psalm 33, right in the center of Psalm, David gives his trigger of truth, if you will. David gives his, uh, his, his reason for starting with gratitude and ending with expectation. And it's triggered by this truth. No king succeeds with a big army alone. No warrior wins by brute strength. Horsepower, everybody say that with me, what is it? Horsepower is not the answer. No one gets by on muscle alone. Let's leave that there for a second. Here's what David is saying. I didn't get here on my own, and I'm not going to get there on my own. Meaning, I didn't get here. Like we could say, I didn't get to the end of 2019 on my own. It, it, David's saying it took the hand of God, his horsepower, to provide every good thing that I enjoy. And I'm not going to get there to the dreams and the hopes I have in 2020 without the hand of God. See, David's saying there isn't enough horsepower. It's going to take the power of God. Now, in a week or so, the new 2020 Corvette comes out. For those of you who are not fans, I am. My son Josh and I uh, hung out to visit, look at the, uh, the new Corvette when it came in town uh, a few weeks ago. And so here's a couple of quick pictures of it. But, but it's 490 horsepower for just the base model. Like, can you imagine? I mean, that's like, you got your 490 horses all, all harnessed up to a stagecoach and say, giddy up. I mean, that, that's going to be, that would be terrific fun. Horsepower. In fact, let's do, let's do a little trivia thing, shall we? At home, across campuses, uh, uh, right here in the room. Let, let's, let's, do, let's do a little trivia. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. You guess, and you tell the person alongside you what you think the answer is. Here it is. The, the three space shuttle main engines generate 
the maximum equivalent of how much horsepower. The three space shuttle main engines generate the maximum equivalent of how much horsepower. By the way, if you get this right, you'll get a 2020 Corvette. You just have to buy it yourself. So, so like, go ahead and tell your neighbor how much horsepower the three space shuttle main engines. Just talk to your neighbor. Just how much do you think? Give a number. Just, just kick it around. What, what do you think is the answer? Okay, everybody got a number? You're doing it at home, right? You're kicking out a number with each other as a family. Doing it as a couple. If you're on your own, just get it in your mind. You ready? Here's the answer. Here's the answer. 37 million horsepower. How many were below the number? How many were above the number? Very few, if anybody. Jerry Seinfeld said uh, some years back, he said, aren't we sort of past horsepower as a measurement? I mean, haven't we graduated a little bit? Haven't we come, become more sophisticated? And isn't that, I mean, horsepower, we're still measuring by that? I mean, I mean isn't that kind of demeaning to the horse? <laughs> to say it's gonna take 37 million of you and your best friends to get that thing off the ground. <laughs> Silly. You know, there's only 9.2 million horses in the USA. Anyhow, we don't use horses like we used to, but when David wrote, the horse, listen, the horse was the vehicle for war. It's what they depended on. It's what they what? Depended on. Their livelihood. Their winning in war. The battles. They needed a strong horse. And what David is saying is, there's not a strong enough horse. There's no horsepower that gives you the win. Because this is not just a physical, material world you live in. This is a spiritual world. Can I get an amen? amen. You got to listen. You should live and pray like you know the world you live in. Huh. See, you depend on God's horsepower. And now we're sitting in Psalm chapter 33. Look at the first verse. And he goes right into gratitude. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Why? Because he has all the horsepower. Look at verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. Look at verse 6. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. Look at verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. Even into verse 9. For he spoke and it came to be. We serve a God with all the horsepower. So we sing joyfully to the Lord. Here in the room, let's stand together. Let's sing joyfully to the Lord at home, online. Whether you stand, sit, join in singing joyfully to the Lord. Jesus, you. 
So Jesus, we just declare in this place that we trust you. We say that we love you. God, we thank you for what you've done. We thank you for who you are. And with great faith in our hearts, we believe you for more. And we ask you for more of your presence. And God, we just love you in this place and we worship you alone. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, several 12-stone families have gathered in the room. Thousands of you are gathered at home. You're either on your own or, or you're as a couple or you're as a family or you got some friends. I have my family here. My wife, Marsha, you know. My firstborn, Josh, waves so they know who you are. And his wife, Christina. And then secondborn, Julissa. And her husband, Kevin. And then our thirdborn, Jake. And our fourthborn, Jaden. And we're done. <laughs> Except that we have grandchildren and we thought it best they not join. Uh, for this moment. But if you're at home, they're probably, the kids are probably hanging out with you. So we're going to pray out the old year. And David led us into a sense of this thing called gratitude. We're going to look back through 2019. Think of all the good that you have enjoyed and the kindness of God. It took the horsepower the spiritual horsepower of the living God upon whom you depend for you to have all the good that you enjoy. It even starts with life and breath. He spoke and it came into being. So our family would gather each year and Marsha and I have been doing this uh, as long as we've been married. We pray out the old year and, and it builds around gratitude. So everybody get a, a paper and a pen here. Our family, we're just going to do our little family thing right here. You're going to do yours here in the room and, and you're going to do this at home. And, and start writing and you might bullet point it, you might make it a sentence, but, but what are you grateful for in 2019? And then we're going to pray. Uh, but, but this is almost the beginning of your prayer. Because you're talking to God. God, oh yes, remind me, Holy Spirit. Well, this past year, oh, that was awesome. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for carrying me. Thank you for providing. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sustaining. Thank you for healing. Thank you for your kindness. But just begin to write them. You can write it as bullet points. You might get three, four, five. You can write them as sentences. We're going to give you about three minutes right here in the room to write out what might be your prayer of gratitude. And then we're going to pray You've got a few minutes.
Isn't God good? Isn't God good? Yeah. So I was writing my own. I mean, the list is longer than we're going to take all the time we could to pray together. We're going to have a moment of prayer, and it's no more complicated than how our family might gather and have a time of prayer. Often we would say, all right, let's split it up. Half of us can pray out the old year. Half of us can pray in the new year. So we're just going to I'd model it for a, a, a minute and a half. Let's not overdo it, family, but let's, let's, uh, let's do a pray out the old year. So um, give me two, three, four of us who pray out the old year. All right, that's enough. You guys got mics. We don't usually have mics at home uh, when we do this, but we discovered that's helpful today. So bow, bow your heads with me. If you're saying, now, how, how are we supposed to pray out the old year? We're not going to pray our whole list. I'm just going to, why don't you guys each do one? 30-second uh, uh, prayer, whatever, is good. We just want to show you how profoundly simple and inviting uh, prayer is. Uh, Marsh, do you mind starting? So. so, Father, I just want to thank you for the last year. And looking over 2019, um, I want to thank you for the vacation that we took this summer, for rest, relaxation, and providing for us so that we could go. And I want to thank you for the help of e health of each of my family members, Lord. Sometimes we overlook that, but that's from you. And I also want to thank you that you have allowed me to stop taking my medication for a health condition called adult stills, and that I have been um, and continue to be healthy. And that's been about four months. So I thank you for that, God. And I want to thank you for the prayer awakening in our church. Not only the prayers that I've asked for you, but the ones that we have collectively as a church. For your presence that has been real and tangible and the many answered prayer that you have allowed me to see and be a part of. Holy Spirit, continue to work and continue the work you have begun. And finally, I wanna thank you for keeping my 16-year-old safe as he has begun to drive. And thank you that I can drive him, my, that he can drive himself to school and I don't have to anymore. <laughs> That's a good one. And Lord, I'm thankful for a year full of memories. I remember birthdays, hiking, camping in your creation, motorcycle rides, Lord, special moments with my wife and children that I will cherish. I remember splashing in puddles on rainy days, piggyback rides, and bedtime stories. Lord, I pray that you, <clears throat> I'm thankful for deepening relationships with my friends over this year and the fun times you've given us. Lord, I'm especially thankful for the birth of my son, Brayden, in February of this year. He came into the world in a not planned way and you did a miracle in his life. Thank you for continued healing. Thank you for the listening to the prayers of this church, God, that rose up and interceded on our behalf. God, you said where two or more gather, you're there. And you showed up in a big way in his life. All glory belongs to you. Dear Lord, thank you for all the individuals um, that were saved in 2019, Lord. The families that have been healed by your hand, Lord. And personally, Lord, thank you for the protection and health for my family, Lord. Uh, you've been showing up in amazing ways in 2019. Uh, thank you for my son, Myers, uh, how much he has grown. He's talking and running and walking now. And... Um, Thank you that I, he can call me daddy. There's nothing better. Uh, when I get home from work, Lord, and he runs and hugs me and says, daddy, daddy, and he gets to tell me about his day, Lord, and it's just a huge blessing um, that I've been able to be a part of and seen in 2019. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, we're just gonna stop right there, and we're gonna say at your home, you have your prayer. You don't have to cover them all in the next four minutes or so, but here in the room, 
uh, if you're uh, on your own, that you have your place right there like an altar before the Lord, you can just begin to offer your prayers to him. And, and it's no more complicated than what we just did together. And, and if you're a couple, you can pray right there together or in your home or if you have your kids with you, gather together and pray. Uh, if you're here and you got like three or four kids somehow and you just got, well, then you stand up and group together and huddle. And you got the next three or four minutes uh, to pray together and we're gonna finish up our prayers here and you have your prayers there and, and then we'll complete praying out the old year, all glory to God. So take your moments to pray. So, Lord, there's great joy as we finish up our prayers online and here in the room. There's smiles, even as our family sits here and throws out a few more reminders of gratitude to you and the thousands of people, part of this church family, and all listening in who take these moments. God, we give you praise. We give you thanks. We acknowledge you as the great God, the provider and the giver of every good thing. It comes from your hand. You have no equal. We love you, Lord. We pray these things in Jesus' name. And now may your kingdom come and all that you imagined for your kingdom. Things like awakening. Right, church? So let's worship him.
Come on. 
When we sing like that, it's because we long to see the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, that's a big amen. Amen. It's what we long for. It takes the horsepower of God, the kindness of God, the mercy of God. And David goes on in this psalm. We've already looked at the center of it because of the supernatural power of the living God, his horsepower. We live a life of gratitude, but then he turns it to expectation. So right here, family, and all of you in the room and all of you online, get right back to Psalm 33. We're going to look at verses 20 to 22. So Psalm 33, verses 20 to 22, and David's now talking about, in fact, this, is, this psalm is a prayer, and he's praying about the future, the things that have not yet happened. Oh, God, I know that I'm going to work at things, but it's going to take your horsepower, the power of the living God. So let's get over there to Psalm 33. Let's look at verses 20 through 22. We wait in hope. I'm going to need you to say that with me. We what? Wait in hope. One more time. We what? Wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him, our hearts rejoice. Our hearts what, everybody? Rejoice. For we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us. May your unfailing love, Lord, be with us. Even as we put our hope in you, we wait. I was in a conversation with Pastor Mark Eichen. He's the campus pastor at Hamilton Mill. And we were talking about Psalm 33 um, recently. And in this dialogue, he said, you know, I, I hate waiting. <laughs> He said, especially when it impedes my progress, like sitting in traffic. How many hate waiting in traffic? Doesn't that just drive you nuts? He said, my wife Tina has a different kind of waiting she hates. She hates waiting to give a gift. She just can't. When she buys the gift for birthday or Christmas, Mark says, I always know what I'm getting for birthday or Christmas because she just tells me. Because <laughs> she can't wait. Something good's coming, and she can't wait to give it. <laughs> and as we were kicking this scripture around, he said, you know, I looked in at, at Proverbs, uh, Psalms 33 and the word waiting and its derivative and, and, and at the center of it, at its core, it, it means to expect. David's teaching us something. The Holy Spirit's teaching us something about prayer. That in prayer, looking forward to the future that has not yet happened, as we look to 2020, you pray with expectation. With what, everybody? Expectation. We know that God holds the future in his hand, right? We know this. So, so David's saying, as I pray, I pray into the future with expectation. I know it will take the supernatural horsepower of the living God. And since God holds the future in his hand, while I don't know the future, I don't control the future, he does. I'm going to pray with expectancy for God to move by his mighty power. Yeah, that, that's the kind of praying that's going on here. And, and then he says, we, we rejoice in verse 21. In other words, we rejoice because God is so good, listen, that even if God doesn't answer your prayer the way you expect, what you know is he's so good, he's going to answer it better than you prayed. Like if he doesn't do what you think he's going to do, he's going to do what he wants to do, but it's better than what you were thinking. 
So we rejoice in God and trust in him. I know it's happening in your home right now, but a few of us are getting happy about the truth of God. Everybody isn't, but it'll make its way all the way through the room. The last part is we rest. He says in verse 22, be with us, O Lord. In other words, the first gift of God is his presence, not his power. <laughs> be with us. May your love be with us. You are our help and shield. Our what? Help and shield. So we're going to write prayers. Let me just go back to my family here. We're, we're going we're to write prayers into, into 2020. And, and let me just put on the screen some examples of what those prayers look like moving into your future. We'll put it on the screen so everybody can see it here. Father in heaven, I need a breakthrough in, and that might be your fill in the blank. So get your paper out, turn it over if you need, and, and, and start writing. Father in heaven, I need a breakthrough in. What, what's the breakthrough you're asking of God? Or maybe it's please help me grow in. And, and, and maybe you got some things God, help me in my, grow in my prayer life, in your word. Help, help me, oh God, to, to grow in my character. God, help me, help me grow in my marriage. Maybe you got some things going on in my education, my giving, my love for you, my, my, maybe in my witnessing, maybe in my self-control. I, I don't know. What, what is it that you, maybe that's how you fill it in. Maybe yours is just, God, would you? And you got a blank right there. And you're saying, God, there are things I, I need you to heal. Need you, God, I need you to heal my sickness, my illness. My husband, my wife, my child, my friend. There's cancer. God, I need you to heal a relationship. Could you do that? Would you help me? God, I, I need you to navigate some wounds that I can't get over. I need your Holy Spirit to speak to me. I need you to give me wisdom I don't have. I got a huge decision to make in 2020. You're just writing right now. You're already in it. You're already writing. And just be honest to God. Man, if God would give you a breakthrough in 2020, oh, you imagine the horsepower of God. So, Father, people are writing in their homes here in this room, being honest with your Holy Spirit. You can jot them down, bullet point, you can write them as sentences. In a moment, we're going to pray. So just like before, I'll take a moment right here. We're just family, my family sitting here. Um, who wants to pray in the new year, which is really God going after uh, 2020. What are some of the things that we would ask of you? Um, who wants to? Okay, good. You, good. A couple of us are fine. I'll wrap it up. Um, Jake, why don't you lead? Uh, Jewel, you can follow. Dear Heavenly Father, please help me to grow in my relationships um, as I move out of the household and form 
kind of my independence. I know that you're with that and that you long for me to be in communities that are strong and that love you. And please help me um, to grow in those communities. Help me to see opportunities that you'll place before me to share who you are with others and to, um, to show who you are and to love others well. Help me to grow in my spiritual awareness next year because we know you're working and I know that you have great plans. Help me to break through um, doubt and um, any whispers from the enemy that uh, might discourage me or keep me from believing in the best, which we know you have for, um, for all of us and for me. And uh, help me to know that you have a great plan for me this next year and to embrace that more deeply um, than anything else. Thank you for uh, the fact that we can uh, just believe and expect you to have the best for us. Amen. And Lord, um, some things I was thinking about um, this coming year that I just turned 30, so I do deeply believe that this is a year that you're pressing into my identity. And just like daily where I'm getting that strength in that identity as a wife and a mother, and especially a mother of an extremely busy toddler, um, that you would just press into my identity and, and where I get that strength to serve my family every day, that it's deeper in you. Um, I ask that. Um, some things I wanna grow in this year, God, is truly obedience to what you're asking of me. And like Jake mentioned, just an awareness, that that awareness would turn into obedience um, I know that can be challenging for me. And so I'm, I'm asking this year that that will be the year where you help give me that obedience and that um, that obedience would honestly just lead to confidence, just God confidence that I'm doing what you're asking of me, um, especially within my family. And uh, when I think of the things that I would ask of you this year, is just continue health over my family, my husband, my son, our family as we sit here, God, um, that I would just lead in love this year, even though it's hard sometimes, that you would just bring a transformation, I know, across the church, Lord, and just individually for me and my family and for the church. In Christ's name. And now you take your moment, you're at home, you have family or you're as a couple, if you're on your own, offer your prayers. What are you asking, God? What's a breakthrough? So right here, if you want to huddle up, if you're family or right where you're seated, lead together as couples or bring your prayer before the Lord. You got the next three minutes or so uh, to pray. And so you're praying in the new year. Oh God, with great expectation, we look to you. So pray.
So Lord, I know that one of the things you hope for, long for, desire is that we would be a people rooted in prayer. I think that's part of what 2020 is ahead. So I don't, can't put numbers to it, Lord, that's not my role, but if I just as pastor over 12 stone and all the campus pastors and staff and elders and leaders, God, would you, would you call out, raise up 1,000, 2,000 contending prayer warriors? I think there are things you long to do among us. I think we sense it. Speak to them, call them up, encourage them. May the things that we practice here become normal in our lives. And may we be so rooted in you because of Jesus that we see the fruit of transforming souls, families, and communities in Christ's name. And everyone agreed saying, amen. That would be David's advice. Be rooted in prayer. Say it with me. Be what? Rooted in prayer. That's the encouragement because it'll take the supernatural power of God. And as we go into January 2020, launch the Vision 2021, as we're calling it, we're, we're going into January with 21 days of prayer. It's going to be a prayer series. And listen, if you're somebody who feels a little bit anemic, um, uh, uncertain, not sure about that whole prayer thing, uh, then this next, the 21 days of prayer is for you. If you're kind of stuck spiritually and you're kind of bored with prayer, you're not sure you're captivated, but you once were, but something's been lost, then this 21 days of prayer is for you. If you're deep in prayer and you walk with the Lord, but you want the more, you hunger and thirst for God to do more, then this 21 days of prayer is for you. And I'm going to explain the whole thing on January the 5th, next Sunday, so you'll want to be a part of that. You miss next Sunday, you're going to kind of miss the whole point of the month of January. I think that's where God wants to start us, because that's tapping in to the presence and the power of the living God, and there's none like him. So we're going to be rooted in prayer and attend to him. And by the way, you just learned something. Not only pray out the old year and pray in the new year, but hang on, hang on. You can do that every day. Listen, you can pray out the old day and pray in the new day every night, right? Like at the end of a day, as you go to bed, you can say, what are the things I'm grateful for today? And offer them to God in prayer. And then you say, and by the way, tomorrow, God, I need this breakthrough, this wisdom, this issue, this protection, because you are my hope and my shield. How good is that? 